Internet. Sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. It is Computers Internet and BOH Computers. News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY 217-629-7970. The phone number, Bull in the house today from BOH. I'm assuming Brian's playing with his smart thermostat, keeping the heat on and, right. and uh, not leaving the house. Changing it from his bed, which yes. would be great this time of year. I actually did that the other morning. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough, I woke up, had to let the dog out, realized, wow, it's really cold in the house, <laughs> and went past the nest, which it lights up when I walk past it, tell me how cold it was. It was like 63 Just or 64. Just to remind you, yeah. Uh, and it's it was it's easier for me after I talked the dog into not going outside and just laying back down. I yeah I went back got in my nice warm bed grabbed my phone went to the Nest app and turned switched over to heat and adjusted the temperature. Just we up are like, yes. spoiled. Uh, yes, yep. We and are. then yeah just feel that heat in the air of the bedroom uh, just start coming over the top of you. Of course you get that initial kind of burning smell when you first turn on the heat for the year. <laughs> yeah. So just cleaning out all the. Uh, the spider webs and yep. dust particles. But, uh, yeah, it is so nice with uh, with the smart thermostats and stuff to be able to do that. And I use that even, too, coming back from uh, when I was on vacation in Disney World. We touched down in St. Louis, got in the app, and, and I'd had the, the thermostat turned up to 80 because I knew it was it had been hot before I left. But, of course, then it was in the, in the 60s and 70s while we were gone. But then uh, it heated back up again, so I make sure I adjusted that. And it's so nice yep. to be able to even just see while I was gone, it gives me the outside temperature, too, and all that, and just kind of be able to manage that. And then I get the monthly report of how much things ran and, and all that kind of stuff. So the Nest is definitely worth it. I know Ameren here locally, if you're an Ameren uh, person, you can get some discounts for smart thermostats and stuff, cool. too, some different rebates, which is kind of handy. 217-629-7970, send me the phone number. Microsoft and and this past Saturday, uh, a week ago, we t we were mentioning the 1809 update, and as I was reading on it, we got the notification that Microsoft had pulled it. Yep. Well, because people's files were disappearing, well, they fixed the update and re-released it. Uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Yep. So there's a reason why you should wait a week or so. Yes. For something like this. I'm in that. Microsoft program where you can get them ahead of time and stuff. And, and with my job, I'll usually I've got enough computers I can throw it on one or two. So if it screws them up, so what? It's not that it's, big a it's deal. It's not yeah, my main computer. Yeah. But I can at least start testing all our stuff with it to make sure we don't have any issues. But, uh, um, yeah, at least they they uh, fix it. And I don't know how many – never have gotten the number of how many people lost it. I've seen some different things shared around from yeah. Reddit, other places. that said, I lost everything. Well, that's why you want a backup. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, their computers, it's electronic information. It could just disappear at any point in time. Like, this is a Windows update that is deleting people's files. I mean, that's something that, you know, you're supposed to trust, something that's not supposed to do this. They, they said it occurred if the known folder recognition had been previously enabled, the files remain in the original old folder location versus being moved to the new redirected locations. So they, they had to... Uh, to deal and fix that, so it took them a little bit, only a couple days, but still, it's frustrating if you lose your stuff. Yeah, very much so. Uh, we also talk about all the the smart uh, 
smart appliances, Internet of Things, all this else. Well, the Pentagon is developing all these new next-gen weapon systems. Yeah. And they found their security sucks on them, so they're very <laughs> easily hackable. So could you imagine a missile being hacked mid-flight and just turn around and comes right back at you? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, it's totally ridiculous. This is uh, – it said in one case it took a two-person test team one hour to gain initial access to weapon system and one day to f- gain full control of the system they were testing. The uh, That's a problem. Yeah, like you said, if it's like a remote missile system – it's crazy. And that's really not a lot of time no. for people who have just like unlimited amounts of time who literally do nothing but try mm-hmm. and hack into things. Another case, a test team took control of the operator's terminals. They could see in real time what the operators were seeing on their screens and can manipulate the system. They were able to disrupt the system and observe how the operators responded. Another team caused pop-up messages to appear on terminals, <laughs> instructing them to insert two quarters to continue operating. That is great. But at the same time, very uh-huh. scary. Yeah. Uh, another test indicated that a and, – and this, we go back to having strong passwords, don't use basic stuff, indicated that a test team was <laughs> able to guess an administrator password in nine seconds. Wow. That must have been one of the default or basic yes. passwords or password one, two, three, something dumb like that. Nearly all uh, major acquisition programs were operationally tested between 2012 and 2017, had mission-critical cyber vulnerabilities that adversaries could compromise. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, for something that serious, you need to have a better password for that, and you need to just have better security overall. I mean, nothing is hack-proof. But that's you can have people check on it every so often. Well, and and here's the the real rub, and we shouldn't be surprised because this is the Department of Defense. The uh, one test report indicated that only one of twenty cyber vulnerabilities identified in a previous assessment had been corrected. Oh wow! The test team exploited the same vulnerabilities to gain control of the system. When asked why they'd not been addressed, program officials said they had identified a solution, but for some reason it had not been implemented. And they attribute it to contractor error. I mean, five percent is a pretty good uh, amount to fix, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five <laughs> percent of the issues you're. It's having. one thing if it's like a a, a smart dishwasher or even yeah. like Alexa, not a weapon system. Yeah, not somebody's <laughs> gonna hack into your yes. dishwasher and start it in the middle of the night. But a weapon system, yeah, yeah. that's that the, would be the a dishwasher target. does not fire missiles at you. So. I mean, it can, I guess, if it gets spinning real fast. Very true. And speaking of passwords, I I know you've probably seen this uh, in the last few days, but um, we all have our pins or we use our faces or we use our fingerprints or whatever to unlock our phone. Kanye West uses seven zeros (laughs) to unlock his. That was great. Oh, my. And and he did it on TV in front of people. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, in his defense, the guy was over his shoulder, but you don't. That you don't have that as a password, no. especially if you're someone like him. He's a celebrity. People are always looking at him, talking about him. I'm sure people hate him. I'm sure yep, somebody wants because his information. The the other side of that is okay, if his password for his phone is that easy, let's see what else we can hack of his. I wonder how much of his stuff got hacked, yeah. Yeah, or they'll they'll try all these basic easy stuff because if he's being that lazy with that one, I mean it 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 <laughs> Most people are lazy across the board with passwords. Come to find out his Twitter got hacked like a year ago, and he just never figured <laughs> yeah. it out. People are just posting from his Twitter account. He's just like, oh, I don't know. They took my password. That's 
Yeah, it just it's pretty ridiculous. Crazy mess. I I don't get some of that stuff, but it again as a reminder, and and I wish I'd had the audio to play when I thought about this. The uh, the scene from Spaceballs, the the password <laughs> one two three four five. It's the same combination on my luggage. Yeah, because um, that's what it felt like when I when <laughs> yeah. I saw that come up the other day. Yeah, it's not even a password you put on your luggage. You want something at least a little more secure than that. Mm-hmm. One two three four five six seven. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe do seven, one, two, three, four, five, yes. six. They'll never guess it. It'll that take way. eighteen seconds to break that one. <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the privacy stuff out there we constantly get into. And two one seven six two nine seven nine seven. The phone number. Do you have any tech questions, issues, problems? Uh, we can hit on those today. A lot of people. I mean, we've seen Google, Facebook just got in trouble again for that again. for the data breach. Yep. Google keeps getting popped. Uh, Duck, Duck, Go which is a pro-privacy search engine. They have 30 million daily searches now, which is up 50% in one year. That's awesome. And I, and I think that's really showing the level of of people trying to protect their privacy on their own because they realize they yep. can't trust anybody else. Yep. It's like Google, except Google actually keeps track of your information, like search histories, just location, that sort of stuff. Yeah. it's it's. I know uh, when I've gone to some conferences where they've had uh, ethical hackers and stuff talking. That's one of the browsers they or the search engines they talk about using. They love, yeah. Just just for that reason, two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Yeah, the Facebook hack uh, will hack victims will not get identity identity protection. Yeah, fourteen million users, search history, location data, information about relationships, religion, and more. Yep. A lot of that. If I'm on Facebook, I can see that for most people, even yeah. if I'm not friends with them. But it's that information is being sold yes. to have advertisers market to you. So that's the real difference. You are giving it away by putting it online, but you're giving it to someone that you trust to just just display it, not necessarily make money off of it. And I just clicked from one of the articles I was on. You can click a link that it will look at your Facebook page. Facebook will tell you this, which I think is funnier. <laughs> if your account has been compromised, I did just click on mine and it says, based on what we've learned from you so far, your Facebook account has not been impacted by this security incident. If we find more Facebook accounts were impacted, we'll reset access token and notify those accounts. <laughs> and if, even if you're unsure, just go reset your password. Yeah. It's yep. a good start. And maybe do some of your settings stuff. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers at 217-629-7970. Take more of your calls when we return. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. 217-629-797, the phone number. Bull from BOH here today discussing all things tech, issues, problems. You had Microsoft Erase your entire life. Might not be anything we can do, but we we can can try. try. Yeah. Yeah. We can do a pretty good job now, actually. And yeah, and speaking of erasing and and getting things back, uh, you uh, have been doing the service for a little bit now. You've been doing the mic- advanced micro repair for a while, but now you expanded to recovering uh, dead hard drives. How's how's that been? I know we talked about it some last week, but how's it continue to be? I say I've just been messing with it a little bit. It's mm-hmm. mostly been Miguel, our head tech, who's been working on it. And uh, from what I've heard, it's been very successful. There's been quite a few machines that he's been able to pull data from that we pre. Previously, we're not able to pull data from. I know, like, as soon as we got it, we went through, we've got a Dunbench, which are all our computers that we've, we're done with, are ready to pick up. 
Um, and there was like two or three hard drives on that that were just dead. We're not able to pull any data. This one clicks. This one doesn't turn on at all. Um, I believe at least two of those he was able to pull the data off of. So it went from we're not able to do anything to, hey, we were able to recover your data. Look at that. And and that's that's a huge thing. I mean, people freak out when it may be just as simple as if you have an external drive, the the motherboard where the little drive plugs into could have died. Yep. You pull it out and put it in somebody else, something else that works fine. But a lot of people aren't familiar with doing that, so they can bring it in. And, and then some you get more advanced ones, that and they, like the one I brought in when you were doing the testing. Mine was totally, totally dead. It wouldn't power on anything, and I had to send it off to a company that charges me a lot of money to do it. <laughs> and I'm still waiting on it because they actually had to go hunt wow. down a donor drive to pull the platters off of mine and put on another one. They huh. just started the process Friday. I've been waiting like a week and a half or two weeks. I don't know if he's physically done that yet, uh, transferred the board and transferred the, the actual disks mm -hmm. themselves. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's done that part of it yet, but I know he's recovered quite a bit of data. And that's, again, things happen all the time. Yep. I mean, flash drives die, and a lot of people back up their stuff to flash drives. I've seen, I've myself had it go through the washer works fine other times i've had people do that or it they they drop it and it it's all the quality and how it's made i think a lot of them do with the flash drives and that and hard drives only take so much abuse um, oh, yeah yeah and, and so it's yeah, you, you don't think just tossing your laptop on your bed is that big a deal, but that can cause serious yep. damage to your computer. I mean, it's it's three, the older hard drives anyways, are like three record players stacked on top of each other spinning at, what is it, 7,200 RPM, yep. something like that? Yeah, either 54 or 7,200. So, yeah, if you cause any kind of issue with that at all, you could just ruin the whole thing. So back up early, back up often. Yep. But if things die, and, I, and I've and i heard uh, Ray Lytle talk about it with some of his dead hard drives he brought into you guys for recovering old audio stuff and things he needed. So, so yeah, uh, definitely use the, the service. And I've, I've had some different people come in and see me for their personal computers with broken screens. And I'm like, here's where you go. It's like yeah. they, they're not going to BS you about it, and, and they'll be up front on the cost and everything else. So go see them, and, and you guys stand behind it. 217-629-7970 as we get to, boy, what, a month and a half or so away from Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've saw, seen some early reports that there'll be a smart TV, yeah, a 42 or a 50-inch smart TV, 4K for under 150 bucks. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good deal. But, but not worth fighting over. Yeah, throwing punches and, yeah. and running over people with cars. But the thing with smart TVs, like any other smart appliance you need to look at do some research into them on the the notification side the technology side sony had to patch three critical vulnerabilities in their the bravias yep yep uh and the uh the roku's samsung's and other things could all some of these vulnerabilities can uh cause hacking issues sony just qu kind of quietly patched them the uh fortinet discovered the vulnerabilities in sony smart tvs had different impacts on the system. The worst, the worst being remote code execution. Yeah, and a lot of the smart TVs record audio. Audio and for, which I think is a little ridiculous because my TV, I have a Roku TV. I don't use any of the audio stuff. My remote doesn't have the option on it itself. So I went in and, and found where the menu was. It wasn't really hidden. Turned it off. Turned it all yep. off. 
See, our remote has the the audio option. We can just speak into it, mm-hmm. but our TV doesn't do anything with that. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure exactly what TVs would need to listen to you for, unless you just speak to the TV itself and tell it to change channels. Yeah, I don't uh, don't quite get that. The FCC, <laughs> we we love to rip on the yeah. FCC, especially when they're completely full of crap. When they make great decisions, such as, <laughs> mm-hmm. in this case, telling the courts they don't have the legal authority to to impose uh, <laughs> rules on the FCC. Um, claiming that broadband isn't telecommunication. Nope. <laughs> and God, I wish Brian was here for this one too, because I we would have a a nice long rant on why it is. And and it's funny because I don't I don't know that whatever lawyer the FCC is using, I'm assuming it's a government lawyer, yeah. must not have <laughs> ever done anything with technology. No. Because he's like ninety years old. The yeah, the. Uh, basically saying that that it's that. It, it meets they're saying broadband isn't a distinct transmission service so telecommunications that I guess the definition is it has to be as a distinct transmission service yes it is I say what is it if it's not a distinct transmission service all you're doing is transferring data the com- and this is from the communications act it says specifically defines telecommunications as the transmission between or among points specified by the user of information of the user's choosing without change in the form or content of the information is sent and received. That's the internet. (laughs) Yeah. A telecommunication (laughs) service is the offering of telecommunications for a fee directly to the public. That is a generic description of the internet. (laughs) Uh, I hope when when the when the court or whoever makes this decision, they tear that apart. Yeah. Tear the lawyer apart because the the FCC is continues to lose in these court battles, and it got upheld in 2016 in previous battles. But it, with Aji Pai and and what he wants to do, they're going to continue to push it. But the uh, DC Circuit Court in 2016 said the the rules were legal, so I I don't get it. the The FCC. Again, it's it's all about business and let's make cable companies happy. And they're trying to go after California for their rules and everything else. And the FCC is going to continue to lose. It I, I don't. They the federal government needs to move on. Yeah, they've been they've had other parts of the government have slammed them and said no, you suck, leave it alone. But they continue to fight anyway. I mean, how many times have they already voted on this topic? And then the last time finally passed. So. They're trying to reword it so it doesn't affect what they're wanting to do. Yeah, it's it's just mind blowing. It is computers, internet, BOH computers, News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy. It is computers, internet, BOH computers at News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. The phone number. Expert bowl in the house from BOH. Answer any questions you have of a tech related nature. So this one, I think, will be right up your guys' alley as it being an independent repair shop. 45 out of 50 electronics companies illegally void warranties after independent repair, a sting operation found. New research showed that 90% of contracted companies told customers that repairing their own device would void the warranty, and that is illegal under federal law. Yep. Any of those stickers that have, you know, if open, void your warranty, those are illegal also. So 
you should we should start suing for every single one of them. Yep. Uh, USPIRG, which is a nonprofit group that uses grassroots mem- uh, stuff for political change, found that 9% of the manufacturers it contacted claims third-party repair would avoid the warranty. Research warranty information for 50, company, 50 companies in the Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers, which is a group notorious for lobbying to protect repair monopolies. Uh, th- they've put some screenshots of chats they were doing with uh, companies. I would like to know if independent repair done by the owner or a local repair store would cause, and this is in regards to a vacuum, Bissell warranty to be voided. That is correct, this person says. The statement refers to any alterations of internal parts done by the consumer or third party. Repairs should be done by our authorized service center. And only the authorized service center. Yes. But that's uh, illegal, so they can't yes, do that anymore. Yes, it is. It's under the the right to repair, and and I um, and I didn't realize. I guess I should have um, that the and we, and we hear it from one of our advertisers, uh, Randy from Lubemaster, talks about the Magnuson Moss Act. Goes back to 1975. Says no manufacturer who charges more than five dollars for a product can put repair restrictions on a product they're offering a warranty on. So it, I thought it was more vehicle-oriented. It's everything. That's for all parts, yeah. In May, the Federal Trade Commission sent warning letters to Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, HTC, Hyundai, and Asus for violating the act by threatening to void warranties of customers who repaired their own devices. Within 30 days, many of the companies had complied and changed the language on the websites around independent repair. Good. But we know the biggest... One of the biggest, of course, at least has the most money that, against that, that being Apple. Apple, yep. Uh, which I'm hopeful maybe some of this stuff will maybe um, light a fire under them. But Somebody has to complain. That's yes. usually the first thing that happens is somebody's got to complain about it, somebody with enough money to try and fight them over it. So uh, do you do you go hunt for, like, just really random websites, or if you do you— or if you stumble across weird things, do you look at them? I know at yeah, one time I sometimes. talked about like the sites that are still active from like the nineties mm-hmm. that, that aren't really they're hosted out there still, but you can see stuff. Yeah. There's a website called Who Paid Ninety Nine Cents. Oh yeah. I did see this yeah. and I I almost signed up for did it. Did you really? I was that curious about it. <laughs> and it will show you everyone who paid ninety nine cents after you pay. But you have cents. to pay ninety nine cents. To and then find out. <laughs> every time you want to see an updated list, you have to pay another 99 cents. See, this is one of those things where I wish I would have came up with the idea because it's so stupid, it might actually work. Yeah, and it's made by a company called Thinko. They're a computer entertainment studio, and they uh, said they made the, the thing for a quick laugh, but people were paying. Um, <laughs> is that, that's how again, the Pet Rock sold a million. Yes. Forty. This guy that wrote it said when he paid the ninety nine cents, forty three other people had before him. So the website doesn't explain much. It's it's a simple header of who paid ninety nine cents, with text boxes for your name, email, and credit card info. Beneath that, very fine print, it says your name will be public. I mean, you can use a fake name. It doesn't um, do anything. He said I paid ninety nine cents, received the instant gratification. Admittedly, I didn't learn much. 43 people had paid 99 cents before I did. Many of them appeared to be using fake names. I learned that I was a sucker. (laughs) A few people plugged their SoundCloud profiles. One name was simply 911 was an inside job. Another person claimed to be HQ Trivia. But yeah, every time you want to see updated list, you got to pay 99 (laughs) cents again. I've seen some companies do that. uh, uh, Oh, 
Cards Against Humanity does it on a, yep. on every so often where they'll basically say, send us five bucks. We'll send you We You get nothing. Anything. Oh, yeah. No, they, they won't. They're just like. They sold. It was. Um, no, it wasn't them. What did they sell? I can't remember. There's something ridiculous that they sold that people actually wanted to buy. Or was it was it an empty box or was That's something? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a basically empty box that you open it, and it was like, yep, this is an empty box. I don't know what I was expecting. And, and they were up front and said, you understand by ordering this, you're getting an empty box, and that's all. $5. Thank you. Uh, Internet Relay Chat turns 30 years old. Wow. Developed in 1988 by a Finnish computer scientist. The uh, it Just to look how far chatting has come. I mean, I, yeah. I think of, of uh, what was it, uh, ICQ, AOL, and because and, AOL, you had to do it initially in the dial-up app. You yep. couldn't, there wasn't any kind of standalone thing. Yep. NetCruiser was uh, an all-in-one uh, package. Some of the, just looking back and seeing, 30 years ago, it's like, wow, is it really that long ago that uh, that chatting like that started? Yeah, technology has been a pretty big part of my life for most of my life. Like, I can't imagine the kids nowadays who, I mean, they're born with Google being around. They they're pretty never much known born a with a Google account. Yeah. yeah, never known a world without this sort of stuff. Where I grew up right at the edge of the yep. technology boom, where you you had to go pick up the phone either off the kitchen wall. You had no idea who or, was calling. Yep, or. Um, Go to a certain bedroom in your house if your bedroom didn't have a phone, or if your parents really had the money and, and had a cordless phone, you yep. could take off the charger and go somewhere else. Go sit in the corner in the bathroom or something. But you were still limited, yeah. And and now it's no disconnect ever. I'll never forget the anxiety you get of calling a girlfriend's house, just praying their parents don't pick up the phone. Yep. Just, Please pick up the phone. Please pick up the phone. Hi, Mrs. So and So. Is so and so there? Can I talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then the other piece is having, with multiple phones in the house, having somebody pick up the other line. You just hear in the middle of it that, like, little echo almost. Yep. Like, hey, are you on the phone? And then it clicks real fast. Or in the case of when, when we had dial-up internet, if people needed to use the phone yep. and they picked it up while you were connected to AOL or whatever, it kicked you off. Yep. So it's always nice to reminisce when you see things come come up like that. <laughs> 217. Yes. Uh, much easier at times yeah. it was, too. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. How'd you like to be an encyclopedia salesman nowadays? <laughs> uh, I remember what was it, Encarta, when they put it on, on uh, CD yep. and, and the less than stellar quality, but that was sharp back then. Yeah, and every school in the world had those. Yep. Yep, World Book Encyclopedia. I'm sure people do still buy encyclopedias to have, like, you know, fill up an empty bookshelf. For, for or... decoration, and you can buy them at a garage sale for $2. <laughs> Thank you very much for the phone call. But, yeah, I remember some of the first digital encyclopedias, and they'd have LinkedIn videos and stuff, but it was also limited. Yep. When, when It didn't new feel things... that way, though, like yeah. when it first came out. It didn't feel that way. But when things changed— you, they, you had to go buy a whole new one. They didn't. You didn't have updates nope. to download while. Um, that you buying do a now. whole new book. Yeah, when I get software update, it's instant or halftime. I don't have to. I don't even think about it. It just happens. Yeah, you don't. So, <laughs> you don't even think about it. Hackers have been hiding cryptocurrency mining malware and Adobe Flash updates. So. Uh, oh. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's something to consider. Be careful of, of some of those. The, the cryptocurrency hack stuff is getting crazy. Yeah. There's a, um, and I've actually been doing with it with somebody, so I need to figure out some of the, uh, you see it with YouTube and that. So discovered a fake Flash player update. It's been going around since early August. It claims to in install a legit Flash update. It sneaks in a cryptocurrency mining bot. Uh, and, it, it, and it actually installs a genuine update from Flash, but, it still has but it's hiding that bit. in the background. So you don't know uh, if you notice computer slowing down, things like yeah, that. Yeah, that'll make your computer run slower. Um, it's basically what they're trying to do is run calculations so that they make money off of your computer. And it's this, the tiniest little bit that they make over you know a small amount of time, but still, it's they're using your processing hardware power and, and yeah, yep. your processing power to make themselves money the, illegally uh, yes hidden. yep large amounts of, of illegal money on on the back of you yep the ddr4 and you don't you may not see it as much with all the recycling side but ddr4 memory is the the stuff you're buying now it's expensive yes it is It is very very expensive yes, it is. <laughs> but it looks like uh prices by the end of the year may drop five percent or more Woo. <laughs> and well, that, yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot, but the re there's a research firm that says by later in the next year, 15 to 20% drop, which would be nice. The, yeah. They're starting to see a falling demand because the, the uh, notebook and CPU ship, Intel has a shortage of CPUs right now with their new generation stuff. So that's going to affect the pricing a little bit because they're not having to put as much out there. You're talking about the i9s they've yes. got? Yes. Um, they, uh, the other thing that may see a big price decline, which would be really nice too, is a 25 to 30% price decline in solid state drives. Yeah, that would be really nice. Because some of those are still really high. I've been getting some pricing from Dell for things, and I was kind of shocked with, and I think it's the type they're switching over to, is much more expensive. They're not the standard, uh, what, three and a half inch like yeah, laptop size ones. They're using that M2 stick one so a lot of Dell, all the new dell computers are coming with that and i think they're a lot more money because yeah. my quotes from dell have been significantly higher and the only thing i've changed is that we had a, a few laptops come in that for recycling that that's all that they could use they didn't have an they actual could, sata they only port. had that m2 yep. connection wow yep so we 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 don't have any of those drives just laying around so those are something we can't do anything mm -hmm. with right now and those are probably what 128s or 256s maybe I would imagine so, yeah. Is, uh, or, no, we've got a bunch that are like 80 gigs. Like oh, they're really wow. tiny, yeah. Because like <laughs> my Lenovo has the standard uh, three and a half inch hard drive spot. It also does have that M2. And yeah, I when I ordered my computer, it was going to tack on about 120, 150 bucks to, to do that instead of the regular, at, at what time was a spin drive. I've continued to look, but the price just hasn't dropped where I'm comfortable enough to say, yeah, I'll throw that in there too. Or you find one, yeah, like you said, it's 80 gig. We have a bunch that are 40 gig also, <laughs> but those, I mean, the OS is 30 gigs by itself. Yeah. So 10 gigs for future updates or anything else you want to put on it, that is that is no space at no, all. No, definitely not. 217-629-7970 is Computers Internet, BLH Computers, Bull here taking any tech questions, issues, problems. You seen any other weird issues come in with either the Windows updates or anything else in the lab? I did have a computer that I was struggling with for a little bit. Um, 
the date and time was having a problem with it. So that points to the CMOS battery, that little watch battery. That's all it does is hold your date and time. Keep that correct. Uh, the time was fine. The minutes and hours was always the same. The day and the month was the same, but the year kept changing. And I hadn't seen anything like that where only the year would yeah, change. Yeah, usually it's all or nothing. <clears throat> So after doing some research, and I mean, we know these are good batteries. We've tested them with a voltmeter. They're brand new batteries that we bought. Um, just needed a BIOS update. I updated the BIOS, and now it no longer loses the the date like that. Huh. So just something to consider. It just, yeah, some of, of how those things work and, and what the BIOS affects sometimes. Because I've seen the same kind of thing. You see this oddball stuff, and I'll run, because I work with mostly Dell, run the scan from their site that says all the different drivers and things and updates. And if the BIOS is one, I do that. And then it may, two out of ten times, it fixes other issues I was dealing with. See, that was my last resort. It was a, I had tested all sorts of things, swapped several batteries out, check different machines for the same thing. Um, it's like, you know what? I'll check the BIOS. And if I update the BIOS and it doesn't do anything, well, then maybe I'll just set this one to the side and come back to it later. And sure enough, it solved the problem. So it's like, whew, good. Yeah, some, care of. some of those things, it's just it's just oddball what um, what those kind of things are. 217-629-7970. The phone number it is Computers and Internet, BOH Computers, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Uh, a couple of other things I've seen with Windows 10 and the and the 1803 update, which was previous to this one, their security got so tight where it won't let hardly any apps on the computer use the camera or the microphone, and you have to go in and do some modifications to the local uh, group policy, it. and it's not easy for people to find. So uh, if you ever notice that problem, search online, and there's some directions out there. We'll take a quick break, come back. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers and News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. 217-629-797, the phone number, Bull in the house today from BOH. Just a few minutes left in the show. If you have any tech issues with your computer, with your smartphone, with your dumb phone, <laughs> Samsung uh, continues to test the foldable phone. I'm going to wait quite a while before I go yeah, down that road. Because, don't buy the first one that yeah. comes out. Because I might fold it once here, and fold it the wrong way, and you're like, ah, yeah. oh, come on. And then they'll say, hey, you know what? You folded it. It's not under warranty, so <laughs> make up some stupid reason not to fix it. If you only fold it this direction, it'll yes. work. If you stare at the phone wrong, it, it voids the warranty. <laughs> but just some of those the quirky tech things and, and that. Uh, yeah, like disabling camera and audio on all devices, something that we'll have to probably go and update for people, fix yes. that. Um, the Google Google has their Pixel phone coming out soon, but they also have the Pixel earbuds, which I may have to pick up a set because they're like, I think they said the pricing is thirty or forty dollars. It connects via USB C okay. uh, because the new Pixel phones won't have the the headphone Head jack. jack. But and that's fine in, if you get rid of the headphone jack and go with like the USB C. That's totally yeah. acceptable. Give, at least give me a port to plug it into <laughs> if I don't want to be wireless. Exactly. Uh, but the interesting thing I saw come out on this um, is the – with these Pixel 3 head, headphones, they're the over-the-ear, like, little-style ones, they will also work – and they're actually the $30 is, is all they are, which is actually much cheaper than I expect them to be. That's about as much as the Apple connection – Yes, um, and of course they're pushing it to be with their Pixel phone, but it'll work on any 
any uh, that type of phone. They also will include an adapter to go for the older if you've got the the USB uh, A. Nice. But in this, it will also work with Google Translate, and nice. will translate, I believe, thirty different languages. That's something that I thought was really cool. The and I'm curious to see how accurate it is and what it sounds like. I may pick up a pair because just to in, test in, them. Oh, yeah. in my job, I work with a lot of people that speak multiple languages and try it to see how it's translating it um, in in my ear um, with because it's going to have to interact with a phone. But I'm curious how that how well that translation works. Yeah. But if you don't know Japanese, how do you know if it's translating correctly? Uh, that's a very you good, go to Google um, Translate and type it in. <laughs> yes, that's. Or you can watch it, I guess, watch it on your phone, too. But it's just that's that's been one of the biggest things with with technology is people have been trying to find a way to do a universal translator yep. and we'll see how well it uh, it works. You'll be so. able to get uh, directions, answers, info with Google Assistant. You just press the black button on the remote, which is part of the the phone. Press and hold volume up button to hear your latest notifications. Communicate in 40 languages with in-ear help from Google Translate. So just press press a black button and say, hello, Google, Google, help me speak Japanese. Hmm. So I'm curious if it – I'm assuming it's going to go both directions, but yeah. it seems – it sounds bad I'm saying it seems clunky, but that's a huge jump, and especially yeah. if it's $30 for headphones that will then help you translate languages. I mean, just think you can go to any country in the world that – you know, previously you didn't want to go to just because of language barriers. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll we'll see how well that that works. And actually, I didn't realize too. Just in the uh, in the last thirty days, LG has their tone headphones, which are those. Let us talk. You see the little like things that laser on your neck. It's the kind of bigger things, and then the the earbuds pull off of it. Yeah, that will actually work with Google Assistant and Google Translate nice. as well. But I I need to see I've not seen many reviews from any of them that say how well the translate Translates. part actually works. So yeah, soon um, language barriers figuring out what. Um, Again, the first iteration of something. Yeah. I mean, it's cheap enough that this isn't you know if you throw they're, thirty they're bucks away, so that's what? not yeah. the end of the world. And yeah, you can use them for other things as well. So this would be something that yeah I would probably consider picking up the first iteration of. I mean, you can already hold your cell phone up to a foreign language and have it directly translated on your phone through the camera. So yeah, you can go to any country in the world you want now. So this is, and I and I did some quick digging. Washington Post put an article. They tested them about uh, a few months ago. It looks like said it's it's a little bit clunky because it's not automatic. You call up the feature by tapping on your right earbud and asking Google Assistant to help me speak, and you better know the language you're asking for. <laughs> Croatian. The uh, phone will open up Google Translate app. From there, the phone will translate what it hears into the language of your choice, and you'll hear it in your ear. Uh, so if somebody says, and my by the way, my Spanish is awful. Basically, if it says, uh, esta la biblioteca, <laughs> which translates, you'll hear in your ear, where's the library? Yep. And then when it's your turn to speak, you tap and hold the right earbud again. You have to you say it, and then it will broadcast it out of your phone for the other person to hear. Huh. So it is a two-way thing. They said the translation does not happen at conversational speed, um, like the uh, the babblefish from um, – I'm blanking on what show that is – or the universal translator from, from Star Trek. 
uh, I think Babblefish is from uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I think is where that one's from. But it's it's getting there. But it will help if you're traveling somewhere and you need to figure out how to get somewhere or what the heck this is on the menu. I mean, it's a little bit slower, but it at least help other than trying to look through a book or look it up online. Or I know there's some apps where you can like if you're in a foreign country take a picture of the menu it will then translate everything on the menu back which uh it's the the translation stuff is coming a long way and i and i am happy to uh to see some of that stuff work just a couple minutes left any other major uh i know you guys are are working toward uh the uh the big black friday not black friday because it's actually the weekend before yep but your uh, your big sale every year, so I know as we get closer, I figure Brian will be in at some point, or if not, you'll talk all about how the the ways you encourage people to I don't say cheat the system, but <laughs> but gain the system, uh, game it in their uh, in the way with either trade ups or or other things. So scary thing is, we're what a little over a month away from that. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's it's, it's probably coming very quick for you. We're midway through October already, and it's it is absolutely. Uh, scary to to think that 217-629-7970 just about a minute left to uh to take your phone call here um the uh you you've got the iphone xs max versus the galaxy note 9 battery life the iphone x um xs did not the note 9 killed the iphone battery wise and I really think uh, on some of these new new Galaxy stuff, I think it's really going to put a hurting on Apple's market. Yeah, they were having exploding batteries, so they're like, we need to get that yeah. figured out. And let's make it stronger yeah. battery, too. <laughs> Tell them how they can get a hold of you where they can find you. You can see me today until 6 p.m. I'll be in Springfield at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We've got our Jacksonville location, which is 832 South Main, and Taylorville is 123 West Main Cross. Uh, they're open until 6 as well. You can find us online, blhcomputers.com, or we have a Twitter or a Facebook page. We'll be back with you next Saturday. Enjoy your weekend.